0: Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey everybody, welcome back to Last Night in Vegas. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and we are diving into another week of Last Night in Vegas. So, I was really excited to share my first restaurant week menu with you, which was over at Milo's, over at the Venetian. And we did double dip. We went back to the Venetian for another restaurant that I was super excited to try, and this time for dinner. And this was the, now very, very famous, it's a chain, Smith & Walensky over at the Venetian Hotel & Casino. So. I had sort of high hopes for this place and I was really nervous that it was maybe not going to deliver, but uh, after going there, I have to say that I had a pretty great time. So I'm really excited to share that with you here in this episode of Last Night in Vegas. Hey everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential and this episode is brought to you by AO Painting who have been experts in specialized coding servicing Arizona for over 40 years. AO Painting specializes in industrial projects and are a one-stop shop for sandblasting, industrial painting, waterproofing, and much, much more. To see more of their work and to get a quote, you can visit aopaintinginc.com. That's aopaintinginc.com. AO Painting, where specialized is where we start. All right, everybody, so we are back here in Last Night in Vegas. So uh, I went to the Smith & Walensky over at the Venetian, which a little history. uh, The Smith & Walensky actually used to have a whole building to itself over near the MGM Grand. Then a couple years ago, they ended up closing up shop. It was a little bit too large of a property, and they ended up moving over to the Venetian. So this space is actually smaller, but it actually is still quite large, and it's a little bit hidden inside of the uh, forum shops. Wow. It's a little bit hidden inside of the Grand Canal shops, excuse me, at the Venetian. You do have to kind of uh, sort of snake your way through all the canals inside of the mall. And in the corner, you will find a beautiful Smith & the classic green and white uh, exterior of the building. So it's really cool. So you actually walk into this space, and the space really feels like uh, an East Coast or like a Chicago-style steakhouse. Very old-school, sort of built into sort of one of these sort of big buildings, and it really feels... Not narrow, but you can feel the inspiration of being more of an East Coast setup restaurant. So once I walked in, um, the bottom level is really just the lounge. So you actually get the lounge area, which is really great for like lunch. Or if you wanted sort of just to pop in or you just wanted to sit at the nice long bar, I would highly recommend the downstairs area. The downstairs bar is much, much nicer, I would say, than the upstairs bar because the upstairs is actually where the main dining room is. It's very, very large on the inside. It's very uh, long, if you will but you know, the regular size of sort of a restaurant here in Las Vegas. But I would say this restaurant is very much someplace that you're going for, you know, business dinners. It's also a place that you'd like to go if you want a classic steakhouse. I think this is the great option for it. And I think this was um, really a great, great spot for somebody who wants the classic Vegas steak, Uh, just because it's very straightforward. The menu is very approachable. When I say approachable, that meaning that The food is very much, we have steaks, we have lobster, we have seafood, and of course, we have great desserts and sides as well. So, I really enjoyed it. I do like the very classic feel of this place, and I think it's really great for even larger groups, especially if you're gonna be maybe sharing. Uh, I had a great time with our bartender, whose name is Ronan. He was absolutely fantastic. And he actually added to the whole atmosphere as well, just being, uh, he was uh, born in Ireland, but he's lived in America for the last 30 years. He actually had an OU shirt on, that's Oklahoma University, and uh, he knew somebody, that's why he has the pin. And him actually being Irish, and really just having a slight Irish accent, and really just being ingrained in sort of the, the U.S. culture, was really, really cool. Just sort of he knew kind of Vegas. He had been here for a long time. But just him having that sort of vibe just really added to the whole aesthetic of the restaurant, which I really, really loved. He was absolutely fantastic. Top-tier service. And I have to say, really nice touch that they actually give a lot of their uh, bartenders and their waiters uh, business cards, which is actually fantastic. It was very, very helpful. And it really just adds to the experience. It really shows that they have a panache and really care for what they do, because I think, and this is a very old school thing, but just having a business card just makes you have a little bit more pride in what you do, just in, in any aspect of it, it means you're invested, and I really think that that is huge when it comes to recommending restaurants, is just having the level of care for your spot is really, really great, and I really just wanted to give a, give a shout out to Ronan, who did make me a beautiful, old-fashioned, perfect, and I really, really enjoyed it, so I have to say, really fantastic job by Ronan, the bartender, over at Smith & Walensky's. He is absolutely fantastic. So I ended up having my normal sort of dinner at the bar. Uh, This was during restaurant week, so this was my sort of big... Splash into restaurant week was uh, over at Smith and Wolensky. I did my research and I knew exactly what I was going to get. It is important to note that during sometimes during restaurant week, you do not get the full level of the steak or the full level of the app uh, or the dessert, but it's actually just enough. It was actually perfectly fine. So uh, I will dive into sort of the menu that I got. So I ended up getting in and then I went in with. With, a, with an idea. Uh, it's really important though, if you do go for any of these restaurant weeks that you ask for the restaurant week menu, because a lot of times these places will not advertise inside of the restaurant that it is restaurant week, even though they are on, you know, the restaurant week website. So make sure you ask for the regular menu and also the restaurant week menu as well. So uh, what did I get? So I ended up getting there. The classic iceberg wedge, and this had bacon lard on on top of it, which is basically bacon bits, but very, very fancy, very thickly cut fatty bacon bits that were absolutely fantastic. I actually really don't like bacon on my uh, salads, but I got it anyways, and I am so glad that I did. And it does come with blue cheese, but I ended up going uh, for ranch, and it was absolutely great. It'll always look like you don't get enough dressing on your wedge salad. But always know that it's actually like inside of the wedge and also on typically on the plate. And it was presented beautifully. If you want to check it out, go to Concierge Confidential underscore LV on Instagram, or you can check it out on TikTok at keys to vegas for any of the visuals of what i actually had i always like to post those along with the pod just so you have a visual of what i ate to go along with the podcast as well the podcast is really more for getting what the atmosphere and the feel of the restaurant was like and honestly i say this is a very wide-ranging restaurant um i would say you can go there on a date you can go there with your family i saw some people there that were regulars and i also saw some people there that were there with like their very small children so I think it's actually fine for all of that, which is perfectly great. I think that's something that we need a little bit more of, is something where it's a little bit for everybody, and I had a perfectly good time on the inside being just, you know, single, and it was perfectly, perfectly fine. So, anyways, getting back into the menu. So, I had the Iceberg Wedge, which is absolutely fantastic perfect size and I had that while I was eat, drinking the old fashioned that I had which was $18 uh, pretty standard for Las Vegas they also come with butter uh, uh, the bread they do have a bread serving which is complimentary and the bread was fine it was okay it wasn't maybe like the best thing I had ever eaten I came without butter which uh, I don't know if that was on purpose but if you are somebody who was really invested in the bread uh, definitely ask for butter if they don't bring it because uh, it's gonna add def- a lot to the uh to the bread itself so uh number one thing is don't fill up on the bread that's always like one of the number one tips to learn when you're dining a lot uh dining out a lot so i had the iceberg wedge which was absolutely fantastic it was crisp it was fresh It had beautiful tomatoes just very like cherry uh just cherry just cherry ball tomatoes basically and they were cut in half and they were just absolutely great so it's been a long time since I had a really great iceberg wedge. I usually don't go for the wedge salad. They also have had other things in the menu. Uh, and like they had like Carpaccio. They have a bunch of different other uh, apps uh, to choose from, which again, I always like to recommend that if you are dining in someplace new to maybe try something that isn't like a salad, but it was off the restaurant menu and that's what I vouched for. And actually I would go back just for the uh, salad. It was absolutely great, but they do have things like shrimp. They have tartare in the menu. They have crab cakes. And I think that's actually really good Explanation that this is a very East Coast vibe, that they have crab cakes. It's a very East Coast thing that sometimes isn't always done right. So uh that's a good option to try. They even have grilled bacon, which is even even better. But again, they have things like carpaccio and things of that nature because it is uh it is a steakhouse. So uh moving on to the main course. In the main course, I ended up getting the boneless New York strip, which uh when I was looking through the menus for a lot of these restaurant week spots. You always want to look for value, and I think this is a great value because uh, a 14 ounce New York strip is a normal steak, which is great. A lot of times you end up getting like a filet mignon. You always get like a filet, usually eight ounces, and it's like it's cool, it's a taste, but then it's not going to fill you up. But when I came across that it was a 14 ounce boneless New York strip, I had to try it. So disclaimer uh, they do not have a 14 ounce New York strip on the menu uh, on the menu you'd be looking at an 18 ounce New York strip if you'd end up ordering it and it would come out to $72 so that would be the value for a regular New York strip would be 72 bucks uh, full disclosure the restaurant week menu uh, was ended up being $80 so it was $80 and you get three courses with that so that's what I got I had three courses, I did add a side, and I obviously had an, a drink as well. So just keep that in mind when we're talking about the total at the end of the day. So I end up getting the New York Strip cooked to per, just perfection. Um, I, I know a lot of foodies might listen to this and say, why do I get it medium? That's just what I do. I've tried medium rare a couple different times, and I find it just a little bit tough to eat it, to be honest. Uh, not like chewing a lot, but it just feels not as, uh, I don't like the texture essentially at that point. And I don't think it adds as much flavor as like some may say. So I ended up, really enjoying my New York strip. It looks beautiful. If you look on our Instagram page, it's absolutely fantastic. And they just cooked it perfect. And it was perfectly broiled on the outside and had a perfectly, you know, pink on the inside. So it was really, really delicious. Really, really enjoyed the New York strip. So along with the New York strip, I couldn't go without a side. So I had to go to my go-to side, which is I love me some mashed potatoes. So I had their uh, whipped potatoes, which actually has uh, some nice, like parsley inside of it and it was so creamy and delicious and it was actually like kind of looks almost a little bit of a hint of green on the inside because of the parsley but it really actually added to the flavor and it was delicious and that really filled me up along with the new york strip and i just really love those potatoes i didn't know how i was gonna feel about them But their potatoes were great. Also, they have really good-looking onion rings as well. Their truffle mac is actually something that they're really known for is a truffle mac and cheese. And, of course, if you're somebody who likes a classic old-school steakhouse, they do have creamed or sautéed spinach. But the creamed spinach is something my parents would eat every single time. So they also had really cool-looking Hasselback potatoes, which those looked bomb. But I like to go with the, you know, the... sort of basic choice, which was the whipped potatoes, but it was really good, and this is another thing that Ronan told me, and I think my, my parents are really good at this, and this is something that I've been telling people who've been coming to Vegas, and this is one way to actually cut down the price of your check at the end of the night, but I think it's something that some of us have trouble doing. You end up going out, you want your own meal, cool, but if you are able to, you know, if you're dining with another person or a group, Order everything family style and then split it. Because really, if you order different things, one, you get to try different things as well, but you are also cutting down on the amount in your check. Because if you both get a steak, just with the steaks alone, let's just say each one is, you know, 70 bucks. that's $140. And we haven't even started getting drinks, sides, appetizers, desserts, and you're already at $140. Bucks. But if you share that, that's $70. Bucks, you can get a side. So that's another, you know, $15. Uh, you are looking at, uh, at that point, you're looking at about $85, and then you get two drinks. So let's just say add 20 to that. Then you're over, you know, about $110, $115, and then you can get an app. That adds up. And then as long as you don't go too wild, you're still looking at yourself being under $200 for the entire meal. So if you can actually just cut your meal in half, and mostly that being the uh, the uh, the entree, you can get yourself under 200 bucks, which I think is actually quite doable for a lot of the restaurants. Obviously, there are some restaurants that you are going to be ordering your own steak, places like Cut, places like STK, where it really doesn't sort of appeal to have your own. So obviously, this is a case-by-case basis. But I'm just saying, cutting things in half is much, much more price efficient uh, if you're going to be coming to Las Vegas and dining at some of these restaurants because a lot of times people get sticker shock but I think it's important to note that most restaurants in Vegas will not look down on you for sharing a steak not at all so just keep that in mind I think that's a good sort of tip going forward and when you do get sides I would say that you don't have to get a side for yourself I would say get if there's two people you can get two sides you can get with potatoes and you can also get the cream spinach if you want and then you can share it because usually they serve you know large amounts of the sides so just keep that in mind going forward uh the whipped potatoes were not part of the restaurant week menu and those were 12 dollars. if i end up going with the whipped potatoes most of the sides on here range between 10 and 20 dollars. obviously the most expensive item would be the truffle mac and cheese because they add obviously truffles to the mac and cheese itself so Getting through the entree course, which was absolutely fantastic, and I didn't know what I was going to do for dessert, but I was so excited to try. I've become just a fanatic for this particular dessert. One go-to thing that if I see it on the menu, especially at like an East Coast or like a steakhouse or something that just feels warm and like really, really, uh, what's what I'm looking for, just cozy just love me a good chocolate cake. So I end up getting their chocolate cake, which is a much smaller version than what, what they actually have, which is called the gigantic cake or gigantic chocolate cake, which if you do get it on a normal basis, their gigantic chocolate cake would cost you $15. So I actually had somebody text me while I was at Smitha Walensky. said you have to get the chocolate cake. It's huge. Um, I was told by Ronan that this is actually the smaller version. It's just actually a slice of chocolate cake, which was perfectly fine. It was absolutely fantastic. It's just a regular sort of Black Forest, uh, you know, Bavarian chocolate cake with chocolate mousse. And it actually had Bailey's Irish cream on the side, which when I actually added the cream to the chocolate cake, it took it to another stratosphere. It was unbelievable, the taste on this chocolate cake. I was so in love with just how deep and rich it was. And honestly, you could split it against you know two other people. So I love the chocolate cake. And I have to say, I had an amazing experience at Smith & Walensky's. And you never really know that. And I know a lot of people sort of like to chime in like, oh, that's well, that's a chain. Uh, they do have a couple different restaurants around the United States. But I always sort of stick with this. Is that so does like Joe's seafood. Joe's steak and seafood is also a chain. And sometimes these places, again, they are chains, but you have to find kind of the right ones. And there's not a lot of Joes around the United States, not a lot of Smith and Walensky's across the United States, but some of these really hold up standard across the nation. And really, Smith and Walensky, to my to my experience, was absolutely over the moon. I think it's a place that you should mark in your calendars, that you come to Vegas and you should try Smith & Walensky's, especially if you're somebody who wants, you know, good seafood, good steakhouse, or sorry, good steak, good seafood, and really just a very wholesome, straightforward steakhouse. I think that's something that that a lot of people really want. You want to have something that you don't have to think about so hard or have like a exploration if you will at dinner sometimes you just want a good well-cooked hearty steak and that's exactly what smith the walensky delivers on so I really like Smith the Walensky. The only thing that I can maybe knock on Smith the Walensky is that it's a little bit hard to find. Um, if you didn't know, kind of see it before, or know where you're going, you're probably going to get lost finding it for the first time. And also, there is not really a view. There's no view inside of the restaurant, which is kind of you know a, a downgrade, obviously, because coming to Vegas, you do like to have a view. I like views. That's my big thing. But knowing that I was going to come here, I knew that it was sort of inside of the mall, and it might be a little bit harder to find a view for uh, this restaurant. But Overall, the restaurant experience itself is absolutely out of this world. Highly recommend for anybody that wants to do like a date night or if you just want to have a good dinner out and you're at the Venetian or anywhere in that area, the northern end of the Strip, Smith & Walensky is a great old-fashioned but still feels fresh and new steakhouse in Las Vegas, so... Really, two thumbs up for Smith and Walensky. They were absolutely fantastic. The total price for the dinner, actually, actually with tip and everything, ended up coming out to about $125 because, again, it was restaurant week. I had a drink, a side, came out to about $125, $130 bucks, including the tip. So. It could have been, you know, just eighty, or it could have been about a hundred. But I did get the side as well, so uh, I did kind of do the math for this. And most of the time, all of this added up, you would be looking at about one hundred and thirty-six dollars without the tip. So if you added it all up, you're looking about you're looking about a hundred and twenty. You're looking about a hundred and fifty to a hundred and sixty dollars, depending on how much you tipped. If you ended up doing. You know, the whole shebang. So, anyways, that was my experience at Smithowalensky's. Um, hopefully, if you are watching our last night in Vegas videos on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube, which if you want to find those, concierge confidential underscore LV on Instagram. You can also follow us on TikTok, which is at Keys to Vegas, Twitter, even though we're never on there. Sorry. Uh every time, every once in a while we'll do like a little check-in. Uh, that is at Keys to Vegas as well. And our YouTube page, which is Concierge Confidential. So uh, hopefully you enjoy our new logo, which you are now seeing on our, uh, our logo for Last Night in Vegas. That should be on our, like, Spotify or Apple or however you're listening to us. And, uh, you know, give us some feedback if you like it or not. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I had a really great time doing this particular pod just because I really enjoyed Smith and & Walensky, and I will 100% be back with my parents next time they are in Vegas. So... If you end up seeing me outside, awesome. But if you do, remember, keep it confidential.